Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the JJ Japan podcast, a podcast talking about Japan, Japanese culture, history, anime, and much more, much more to come. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about history of Japan, but a bit more of a modern history. And something really caught my eye last week when I was in Nagahama, and this was the first station in Japan, a museum. A very lovely little museum, I found. Well, I was after going to Nagahama Castle. I was driving my bike, and I was like, "What? Wait a second! This is Japan. Why are they very nicely preserved European-style buildings? And what did that building happen to be? Well, it happened to be the first station ever made in Japan. Today, in the Day Japan podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about train history in Japan. So, in the late 18th century Japan, they go into a new era, Meiji, where they want to be more Europeized. They want to build up from the old traditional Japan and come more like a European-style nation, a modern nation. And thus, one of the things that modern nations had at the time in the 18th century was trains. And previously, before Japan was very connected with roads, boats, just shipping goods around. But the power they see from Europe, the power of trains and steam engines, steam boats, just blew what Japan had out for out the water. So they need, they've seen this and they're like, we can do this. We we need this if we want to compete with the Europeans and the Americans in the future. What was the main aim of the Meiji period was to get Japan up to the standard of these European nations, and thus they successfully. Industrialized, but the, st- the first step of industrialization is trains. In time, was steam trains, and in 1969, the Japanese government put up a plan to start connecting areas in Japan with trains. And one of the first ones was Nagahama with Tsurugashi. So this was central Japan. They wanted to connect to the, Jap- the Sea of Japan, and thus from there you can take the Sea of Japan. To the Pacific by going through Kyoto to Osaka, and then from Osaka, and from there, we can then connect it to, at the time, Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo, but it just came from Edo, and it just got changed to Tokyo. So we want to connect all of Japan. And why was Nagahama chosen in particular? Well, going from Kyoto to Nagahama, no, or go from Kyoto and getting to the sea of Japan, what's the sea above Japan, in between there, there's a big lake. This is Biwa. The Biwa Lake. And without using steam trains, you could use steam boats and get across it in less than three hours. And thus, Nagahama was chosen as it's at the top of this lake to then be the port We'll take the stuff from the steam trains, well, the steamboats, and puts it on the steam trains. Unless you st- skip out some hilly terrain, and you get stuff a lot quicker. And by ni- by the 1880s, this, these train networks are starting to be finished, and come together and start connecting Japan. But Japan, but at the time they were, uh, the Japanese people were building this. Mainly Japanese, but they had English from the, they had influence and advisors from the English, the British Empire at the time. 
But there was a lot of problems in making this. As Japan, it's not like Europe or like England. It's not flat. And there's a lot of hills. And you've got to build a lot of tunnels. This made it actually an incredibly difficult task. And made a lot of innovations come from Japan. And especially about dealing with very hillish terrain. And high, steep inclines, steep declines. They ended up coming up with the actually own steam train very quick. The D51. But with long tunnels... Long, yeah, long tunnels do you want to get through a steam trains. For the pastern side, mmm, it's not too great conditions. You've seen you've got a steam train, you've got a tunnel, where does the smoke go? Well, the smoke goes into the train. And in hot summer days, well, that can, you can get some hellish conditions inside. Getting to like 70, 80 degrees. Or if you're driving this train, oh, that's not going to be great. And Japan's has versatile weather in the means. You get heavy snow, you can get heavy rain as well. Going up steep inclines in heavy rain, there can be lots of issues. But Japan persevered. And in this little this little station, what's now a really nice little museum. There's only well two ex there's like three exhibitions in there. There's the main like the old station was like propped up, you got a load of models, you got like how it used to be, and then we have a really nice, you know, with two trains. You have the D51, what is it, the original Japanese made steam train. And you can actually go in it, you've got the whole thing, there's a lot of bits around it, you've got the history all around it. It's in Japanese, there's not much English, but even if you don't know Japanese, it's a really nice train. But next to it, you have the train that replaced it, the ED70, and this it's when you want Japan to go electrified. You want to get, get off the steam trains. We want to go to electric trains because, well, steam has its issues. And if you want to get faster, you want to get faster trains, you want happier customers on your trains. Well, you got to go for electric trains. So in this part of the museum, it kind of captures that. You capture the change from the steam engines to more electric trains and then to the modern era. As this station was actually only really around at this point for like 20 years and then we just got left as they moved the station to where the actual Nagahama station is today which is just a little 100 meters down the down the line and the last little room in this museum which I find quite nice was, it's one of the old hangars they used to use to store the trains and they've done this up as sort of a history for the ages of Japan the train industry with a lot of the old like art deco advertising they want posters everywhere going through and they also have as all train museums must have they must have a model train set and they have a very nice model train set just elevated you can go up and look around and if you like trains you're like yes you can see the real ones then you can see the model ones it's all good fun so that'd be all today on the JJ Japan podcast, where I talked a little bit about train history in Japan and Nagahama, the first train station ever made in Japan. Ooh. So if you like this podcast and have any questions, or you want it to don't like it and you have any comments to make it better, please let me know. There'll be Twitter links in the description, or if there's comments on any place you can find this, please put them there. That'd be much appreciated, and we can make this podcast better together. That's been me all. 
I'm JJ and JJ Japan Podcast. Have a lovely day. Spalashi chinichi ni nanemashi yoni gambatte kudasai.